Hello there, dear listeners of the Blurred City Podcast. It's the Rogue Jedi here. So, we were going to do the Phantom Pain's book review, but due to scheduling conflicts with our guests, that had to be pushed back. Also, we were going to do a freestyle episode in its place, but the program we used to record decides to choose violence that day and said, nah. So, instead of taking the week off, we decided to open the vault doors and bring you one of my favorite exclusive episodes into the limelight. So, sit back, enjoy this episode of the past. Also, subscribe to the Rogue Jedi 21 on TikTok. Signing off. so hey man uh, i actually have a good question for you so which type of like armored suit would you have would you, like are you thinking something like a gundam or a voltron megazord what 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 type of mech suit we you you like oh that's a good one because i am a, a like a mecha nerd so like pacific rim like the quality mm. of the movie whatever but that's like is literally like hooked me up to it so i was like because i really love robots and like a huge transformers fan i really loved gundam growing up as much as like power rangers but i'm thinking probably a gundam because like i'm solely in control of it um i know like with like a megazord or whatever it's like five parts and then you can also break off but like it combines to make the cool thing but a gundam is so fire so yeah. i'll go with that yeah 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 i i i'm i'm really big in the in the gundam bag too uh i'm also a big fan of you know well i would have been a huge fan of evangelion but uh them avas are are problematic on their own so i, I ain't piloting one of those so many evangelions but uh, oh yeah but yeah i'm 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 probably gonna have a gundam as well i mean probably a uh hmm let's see which one am i thinking of yeah, I'll probably get like the wing, wing zero, you know, with yep. the angel wings, you know? Yes, yes. And definitely. the giant cannon that just blows up everything. So I was like, all right, give me power. Gotta have that versatility. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. But, but hey, guys, we are here. We're here for this very special Patreon sponsored review. And, and if you don't know, this is Demetrius. I'm also Demetrius. And we are the Blurred City Podcast. Woo! So here we are, boys and girls. We're here for the for a Patreon-sponsored review, a special episode. So thanks to the to the five subscribers who are already with us. <laughs> and we expect to see more soon. Just thank you all for your support and all of that. But firstly, I just want to get right into it. Hey, what's hot? What's what's hip out in these streets today? Well, uh, if well, since we are doing for this particular Patreon review uh, an anime, I'm going to go into well, it's the end of anime season, which is pretty sad. But Komi-chan can't communicate. Finished. Also, Rising of the Shield Hero season two. Spy Family, by the time this drops, will already be completed. And then one of also one of my favorite animes, Stayed Alive, season four just ended. Already approved for season five, so I'm hyped. Yeah, yeah, definitely, definitely. And we're just sticking in the in the anime bag. And in case you guys don't know, Dragon Ball Super Superhero released in Japan. Uh, I managed to see like a bootleg copy of it uh, with, with fan subs. And uh, I'm... I, I got some I got some feelings about the movie. I, I, th- I thought it was okay. I thought it was okay, but I'm, I'm I have questions. Just, just give it a chance in August. Yep, yep. Uh, I have, just have questions on it, and also hear that uh, there's been announcements that the Dragon Ball Super anime is officially coming back. Ooh, I would say something, but it's a spoiler. But yep. goat man, goat man, yeah. That- <laughs> <laughs> oh yes yes the yep it's coming back uh we don't know when yet it's just been announced so i wouldn't be surprised 2023 oh yeah yeah probably i mean every every anime fan is probably reeling right now as i am right but yeah uh before we get into what we're actually talking about for today we always hit you with the legal spiegel 
Yep. And the purpose of this podcast is to explore digital and print media. All respective sources we reference are owned by their respective companies and our thoughts and opinions are strictly our own and do not reflect any biases or corporate agendas. Your discretion is advised. So this episode is a bit different. Um, It's literally just going to be mostly the review of the anime that we're getting into. But before we even like introduce the show, we both went to the store real quick. We looked at the aisle. We, we walked down to the shoe store. We say, get us the Black Air Forces on the top shelf. Whew. I think we're both ready because this is going to be fire. Oh, yes, yes. And, and what better way to have the Black Air Forces on than for this anime right here, known only to the world as Trapped and a dating simulator. Oh, man. Man, where do I begin with this? With this, uh, with this show? Firstly, just how you how you feeling about it, fam? I, I really enjoyed it. Like you first like put me onto it, like you mentioned it. And I was like, because I saw the title and I was like, how many of these have I seen before? How many you get isekai you're overpowered, seven different women fall for you no real story progression and then you make no headway with like the woman characters at all then i was like okay i'll give it a try he keeps hyping it up i watched it and i was like oh okay this is pretty good i got episode like four i was like oh i'm hooked and so like yeah i finished it and i was like okay i might actually i want to actually read the manga for it but it's not super far ahead but the light novels are done so i think i might try to cop me one but this this is a good show oh yeah 100 percent. this was this was an anime unlike any other and i actually got onto this anime from just like a random youtube clip it was just a random clip of like one of the most black air force scenes i have ever seen in my whole life one of the most black air force characters i have seen (laughs) in ages and i was just like no, I, I need context. <laughs> and from there, I started at one. And <laughs> by that point, when I watched that scene, it was like only the first four episodes were out. Yeah. So I was like, dang, I'm caught up already. Yeah. All right, let's go. That's the feeling because I, when I first watched, I think it was on, it had 10 episodes. And then the day after was episode 11. So I watched like, the first eight or so and then the next day i was like able to watch the next three and then all i had to do and then i read the manga a bit but it's not super far from where it ended so then like the next week i watched episode 12 and i was like yo like please have a season two for it mm-hmm. and season two should be coming soon i, I really hope i really hope so for <laughs> for for the studio's sake because uh it's, it's always weird with anime season twos Mm-hmm. otherwise these black air forces will be coming for somebody bro if you get a season two you can get like five seasons but like so many of them don't get a season two or like it takes like years to get it mm-hmm. it's crazy it's crazy but uh but yeah so like hey let's go ahead and get started like what's the premise of the show like why is this like something that we that we just got hooked on immediately so to even just start off um the, the name of the show literally explains itself. So Trapped in a Dating Sim is hard. It's kind of a very long name, but for a mob character. Um, and in it, we see, do they give his first name, like his original, like non-isekai name? No. Okay. But essentially the main character, um, he is asked by his older sister to play this dating sim game for her. So she could, because she's a developer, I believe or part of the company that created the game. So she doesn't want to play it, so he ends up playing it. And then he goes, complete otaku, complete weeb, stays in for days at a time that he's like literally exhausted. And so then we do what what we do in every isekai. It's time to die. Time to to get sent to the next dimension, my boy. But in fairness, I... I don't, I mean, the way he got Isekai sucks, but it, at least it wasn't Truck Coon that did it. And I but, wish Truck Coon decided to come back and be a menace again. But, uh, there's no great way to get Isekai. I mean, Rising of the Shield Hero is probably the best, simplest way. You, you know, you just get summoned. But yeah, so he he falls down a flight of stairs and then all of a sudden he wakes up. He's just a kid. Uh, presumably he's been 
that way for years at a time. But actually in the world that he's in, it's all flipped. So essentially women are the dominant, I was about to say species, but <laughs> the, dom the dominant gender sex in that it's, world. It's and a matriarchal society rather exactly. than patriarchal. Thank you. And for that, uh, so the women are able to have like multiple husbands, um, kind of as concubines almost in a sense. So he is... Leon Bo... Bart Falto. Yes. Falto. And incredible. So, yeah, you want to take it from there? Oh, yes. So, the best way I described it to one of my other friends is that essentially, okay, his whole mentality is that, all right, I get reincarnated into this world. I just want to live this peaceful life. However, the peaceful life is not for him because just the entire world just wants to bring him into into like their world's conflict when he really does not want to he just want to remain a background character and everybody just pulls him in so like the first thing that happens is that uh he like he has his like new mother and father and sister and the mother is like a, a complete witch and she and she's like, oh, yeah, I'm going to marry you off to this uh, to this old rich, rich woman who will like bring honor and uh, and just bring merging of the clans and all, all that jazz, you know, like typical, uh, typical, uh, just. Yes. But that's that's technically a stepmother, right? I mean, technically, because his dad actually had like the other person left from who I believe is his birth mom. Yeah, 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 that's right. Honestly, that that whole dynamic is weird, and you weird. don't even focus on it. Like it's so at all. odd, yeah. <laughs> at but all, but yeah, it's essentially his stepmom, or like she's above him. So yeah, and he's like, nah, I ain't about that. So I just want to live my peaceful life. So in order to get out of this wedding, I'm like, all right, I'm gonna need to get like as much money as possible. So he goes out, and because he played the game that he's in, he already has all the knowledge and has like gotten like all the dlc and all the op <laughs> stuff so he 100 percent completion achievement yes 100 percent completion. so he knows everything in forwards and backwards mm -hmm. until it doesn't <laughs> uh but but yeah he goes and he finds this uh this this super spaceship and that's one of the most op guardians that he could ever have his own buddy called luxion and Luxion is just a hilarious character. <laughs> <laughs> yes, for anyone that doesn't know Luxion, he's he's a robot. And I believe in the world they're in, they are a new breed of human. Uh, so the world, it's a world of magic. It's like high-tech sky islands and such. So Luxion is like this robot that was meant to protect the old humans, which I assuming we would be. And in it, uh, he realizes that Leon isn't normal. He isn't like a pure new human. And after getting defeated by Leon by non-magical means, he ends up serving him. Yep. And and he decides to return home with the most Black Air Force uh, laughing I've ever seen from this man. And and that's when I knew <laughs> he, he was going to be a total menace. Because He's secured the entire bag. Oh, yes. He got all the money in the world. So essentially, he gets shipped off to uh, to the boarding school where the main game takes place. Mm -hmm. And the whole point of the academy is where like, hey, this is where you go to find your wives and find your spouses. But he ain't about that. He, he nope. just want to be in the background. You just want to chill and everything. But as I mentioned, everything keeps wanting to pull him in. And as such, he decides, you know what? You pull me into this. I'm going to be the most petty. I'm going to be the most Black Air Force person possible and screw everybody over in order for me to get back to where I was. Well, it's crazy because like the first day he walked in on a quick time event. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. And he, and, he, and he failed it. He failed it spectacularly. It was crazy. Yeah. Uh, but so... Yeah. So even just with that, like, it's 
we're going to get more into the characters as we just kind of go throughout this, sh- uh, this episode, but in it, he immediately sees, okay, there's the squad. I'm going to just call them the colors. Cause that's what he calls them, which is so funny. Yep. Uh, but it's essentially the main five target capture characters from the atomic, from the original dating sim game. So in it, it's the five characters that you can choose to be lovers with. And so there's this one character, um, and they're having the interaction, one of them being the prince. But the Please. actual person that's doing it <laughs> with the character is not actually the main protagonist. It's this whole entire new character called Marie. And and from there, he was like, wait, what? <laughs> like, hold on. Like, his, his whole thing just, just shifted immediately because, like, who is this person? And like, where is this? Uh, where is the original love interest, Olivia? And then he runs into Olivia, which is crazy, yeah. And and by running, I mean he pretty much did that almost literally because he he knocked her over by accident, and 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 somehow he he managed to strike up an uneasy friendship with her, mostly uneasy on his side, yeah, because of the fact he's because he knows game and he's knows like wait she's supposed to end up with those guys and not marie yeah so he develops like a huge problem with marie yeah who seems to be doing way too well as a protagonist mm-hmm. way too well suspiciously too well I know. she's seemingly quoting the main protagonist bar for bar and in it we also in this first event that resembles the game we meet angelica Redgrave so this is she actually turned out to be one of my favorite characters truth be told but in it she's like the main antagonist so she is the main protagonist's rival because she is engaged to the prince prince blue as I'm calling him prince blue exactly and as as you see that she's so seemingly over the top in terms of like hey you are my fiance hey we're engaged betrothed to one another that it's a turnoff for him and then he immediately goes like hey don't bring our personal business into school which is a wild thing to say to your fiance i'm just like all right so i was just like hold up what what did this man's do like what happened to this i was like there ain't no way i would do that in my life and that's when you know like marie was going to be like a huge problem because she did something to entice the prince and her and his uh his five friend or well, four or five friends yeah mr red green purple and cyan i'm just gonna call them by that like they each have personalities and they each have names i'm not gonna be bothered with it because they are just they're just not interesting at all especially in comparison to everybody else that's such a well, it's, it's almost seemingly like they're stuck as the characters, you know, like there's they can't have like that growth in a sense. But like if you see it, there is slight, but we'll get into it later. But when we first see them, they're just like all in love with Marie. And we literally see Purple kissing Marie after Blue Prince Blue said that was his girl. Yep. I was like, dang. We just was like, dang, there, there ain't no trust among among the bros anymore. But no friends. but apparently they apparently all five of them are chill with it, which I'm like, ain't no way. Reverse ain't no way. Guy. Yep, it's like ain't no way in these streets. No reverse harem. What you mean? Yes. <laughs> but uh, yes. but yeah. So eventually everything just comes to a head when uh they're at this dinner party. Mm. Of course. Leon, Leon, he managed to secure two guy friends, and then they're pretty much kind of like the losers. bottom. Yeah, they are the losers because of the fact that I mean, Leon, he's perfectly fine with it because he he content with being being in the background. Being the other two guys character. are yeah, a mob character, if you will. But uh, unfortunately, at this dinner scene, <laughs> Prince Julius and Angelica they they get into a heated heated argument. <laughs> So heated, she had to challenge Marie to a duel. And in order to, and unfortunately for her, oh boy. all five guys decided to come come uh save Marie. Be like, hey, including the prince, they're like, hey, you want to get to Marie? 
you have to go through all five of us. Yeah. And at the time, nobody wants to rep for Angelica. Like at this turn, it's just like, it, it comes off as clingy. And then also like in this world, status matters, uh, which is something we'll probably talk about in our anime episode, but status matters a lot. So like those around her, you know, when the prince, he at the time ends the engagement. So then it's like, oh, so you're not as hot as you think you are. Like you're not as powerful. Oh, your daddy, this, your daddy, that. And I believe, is her dad a baron or a duke? I can't remember. He's a baron. So yeah, her dad is a baron and he has a lot of influence as for the Redgrave family. And for that engagement to like be publicly broken off is like really embarrassing. So like no one's gonna ride for it. And even our guy Leon, who like he wants to get married just to have like a normal life in the country, not do anything, but he know, but it's so annoying. He's so pissed at Marie because she's like just stepping in and she's like, not only is he just pissed at Marie, but he also like he feels for Angelica. And then for the other five guys, he gets angry because it's just like, what? how are you in love with this girl? <laughs> yeah. And also, don't forget the fact that Leon knows what's going to happen to Angelica. Yes. That yes. Happens because he knows like, hey, like no matter what happens, she pretty much gets like the worst ending possible. And he's, yes. And but that but he didn't do it for her at first he's like nah i hate these guys so much i'm gonna go defend her just so i can knock these five dudes down a peg yes he hates pretty looking dudes <laughs> yes so he he decides to fight for angelica and they decide to fight using a mech it's a mech a one-on-one fight mm-hmm. and, and yeah Yep, and incoming the the moment that I saw on YouTube, the most black Air Force thing possible. See, the these five guys, they have like some of the most advanced, like I'm just calling them mobile suits. They're not Gundams at all, just mobile <laughs> armors, just right. armors and whatnot, you know, state of the art and whatnot. And then they're and then Angelica, she's like pleading with Leon not to fight, but he's like, nah, I'm doing this because mm-hmm. he knows he has a secret weapon. And that is the Edelgant. Oof. And this what, thing is... What a name. <laughs> yes. Uh, yes. But... And this thing is like absolutely stacked. But it's... it's I believe it's an older model. So like when it pops out, everyone starts laughing at him. They're like, yo, this thing can't move. It's weak. Like it's a really bulky thing. It kind of has like a well, oversized backpack, if you will, on his back. And when he pulls out his weapon, which was hilarious, it's a shovel. So it's like, you know, you're not even taking this duel seriously. But after that, he proceeds to body the first three, like nobody's business. Yep. It's like purple, gone. Red gets eviscerated. Cyan just gets KO'd. And then he goes up against green, which is actually interesting because I believe it's either before or after the sometimes during the midst of the fight. His sister sets him up to fail. Apparently, she's an op. Oh, uh, it's less that she less that she's an op, but more like she's pretty much kind of like her hands are tied and like because of the green guy's status and mm-hmm. whatnot. It's, it's kind of like miniature blackmail, if you will. Right. Only that she has no dirt on on like he doesn't have dirt on her. It's just like, hey, do this for me because I'm. I'm that guy. Yes, to and, literally blow up her brother. Yep, to kill her brother. And I'm just like, hey, yo, green. And that's when I knew, like, I hated Green the most. Is <laughs> because he was the only one to pull some dirty tricks in order to win. Because he's that like, nah, I can't, I can't have this man fight Prince Blue. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna do whatever it takes. And unfortunately, he, uh, he, he went and took that L too. Yep. Cause uh, cause the Edagons is 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 that is that suit? It's that dude. And then so then he also proceeds to body the prince. So afterwards, which is really fire, every single last one of them get disinherited from their families. And this is where I actually started to like Marie because I was like, she might be my spirit animal because she all she wanted was for was the money and the status <laughs> and everything they did. She was like, my money. <laughs> And I was dying. Oh, yes. Yes. I was just like, that's what you get. That's what you get, Marie. Oh, and, 
and uh and yeah so like all that happens and then at the same time you're starting to see like uh leon be and also we forgot to mention like during the fight with the prince just how just how sinister and how petty the <laughs> petty Leon is. We skipped over that, yeah. Like we skipped over the best part of that fight was just how he kept talking this man. He knocked him down peg after peg after peg while dominating him physically in that fight. He's yeah. like, look, bruh. And and the prince went, said something along the lines of like, how it's like, are you proud or something? It's like <laughs> And he just, in the most Black Air Force way possible, with the most sinister slash and smile I've ever seen, he was like, yes, I enjoy this power. I enjoy the status. Because it's crazy because it was a shift. Because it was like, okay, I just want to be this normal dude. And then he goes from, okay, I hate this this stepmother of mine, for lack of a better term. Um, so he gets the paid off of it. And like it's like, okay, you understand why you could be petty with her. Then you kind of see him like he's in that loser phase where like he gets tea from his senpai and he's like happy, but like he's not getting any static from any woman, any girls. And then from there, it's like, okay, he's kind of, he's nice with Angelica. He's nice with Olivia, but you know, he's like, okay, I just want to teach these dudes a lesson. But during the course of the fight, he was like, okay, I'm actually a menace. Let me let you know about it. Yup. And all this time, like, they're doing this in front of pretty much everybody in the school and they all hate his guts. For, they're all praising for for the prince to take him down. And then unfortunately for them, but they amazing all, for us. They also bet on him, yes, uh, the they, prince. So they all lost money. <laughs> they all lost money. He ended up getting a bunch of money, more money than probably everybody in the whole school combined. He, he, was, he just like, yeah. I'm that guy, pal, and all y'all remember my name. Yes. So then from there, we see kind of a recurring theme of, so he gets, he essentially, like, with his new status, he has to almost kowtow to now Baron Redgrave, Angelica's father, because that is, essentially, he was fighting in her name. So that's essentially the Redgrave family embarrassing all of these five noble houses, including the crown prince. So just kind of from there, he like he he quits the school. He also, you know, he gives money and his findings to the Red Gray family. He says, yo, it's all my fault. Um, I'm taking the blame for it. I'm out. And yeah, just going from there, they're like, nah, we can't have that static. So nah, fam, you getting promoted, my boy. And uh, we're gonna have Angelica stay with you, fam. Like uh essentially you just start seeing his relationship like him starting like grow in his relationships unwit unwillingly but still happening his relationships with both Olivia and Angelica and then like over the course of like a summer break like they all like went to Leon's home together and they just all pretty much had a fun time and whatnot and and you start to see like their friendships developing but uh but then there's this this one this one girl Oh, you want to talk about it? Uh, what? Oh, I need to I need to talk about this woman. All right, let it out. Okay, so I don't even want to say her name. That's that's how much of a problem she was, but I'm just calling call her Braids Girl. Because Braids Girl is a problem, like, because essentially she basically functions as like angelica and how she was supposed to be in the oh, game i know who you're talking about now okay oh oh yeah yeah oh, you, you know now and just like how she's things like she's the most superior being around so like she pretty much dogging leon which causes leon to you know he he had to go he had to go put on his uh black air forces and show this woman what it really do. Uh, he actually at first didn't say anything. To no, he didn't say anything until he tried. Yeah, he he tried his best, but sometimes enough is enough. Like mm -hmm. you can only hold off the black air forces for so long right. before you have to put them on. You you understand that? She came at the wrong girls. Yep she she came at Angelica and Olivia, basically calling Olivia essentially like Angelica's pet which causes Olivia to start doubting herself and like 
if the friendship she's been developing was real or not and it's like causing a rift between all three of them just like oh okay i need this woman to die yeah it's actually interesting that you mentioned that because it's like we're, we have to take into context angelica is the villain of the trap well of the, the trap, original game of the video game she's the villain of the video game and olivia is the main protagonist so through the eyes of leon if you're being original it's like oh angelica is actually supposed to be a disgusting character mm-hmm. and then you do have that pity for her like when we play video games in general, you don't think about, oh, this character that's really annoying, their tragic backstory. But now that he's in the world, again, like Meech mentioned, it's like, okay, I don't want her to actually like live off in the country with a husband that hates her. But you have to also understand that like the braids girl, she was saying, oh, Angelica, weren't you talking all that gas about how the commoners are trash, they're pets, they're no more than animals. Uh, which is like a common theme in like a lot of anime of like royals and stuff where it's like royals commoners are dirt and it's Mm -hmm. like hey haven't you been saying that so like not only was Livia uh, doubting herself but she was also doubting her friendship with uh, Angelica yep yep and of course things kept boiling over and but the best part is the fact that like you see how Angelica she she's just pretty much like having none of that and she's like and she's just like trying her best to like be great friends with them it makes you realize like dang man i really like angelica yeah but you even did see that kind of like that 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 tug and pull of her like innerwards like like she recognized she did say that but she's like i'm not like that anymore but Mm -hmm. yeah but but yeah so just pretty much shenanigans happens where where the where they pretty much get entrenched into different conflicts, mostly with each of the separate separate colors. Yes. <laughs> and just like all their, on. Yep. And yeah, just pretty much how each of the colors, they start getting development, little bits and pieces of development. Slightly, yeah. And pretty much most of their development just all, I'm pretty much going to boil it all down. All their development is that I want to be better than Leon. Yeah, yeah. Like this man is superior to me in in my spe- speciality. I'm a it's like nah, I'm gonna need that run back. Yes. But here's the thing that we really skipped over. That this is when I texted you about the show. So when Braids Girl, they were having a tea party. So a tea party oh. is this thing where essentially like they're trying to, it's like a guy hosts a tea party to woo the girls. The more girls that come, it's more like candidates to be like wedding partners. But this uh, soon after, after his accomplishments, he gets promoted uh, after this pirate incident. And then the queen is interested in who this Leon is. So she comes. Specifically, the queen slash the mother of Prince Blue. Yes, we have to take that into context. So she pulls up, she sees that, okay, Braids Girl is being a, a words. And then, um, so this is when Leon is like, okay, I can flip the switch because uh, they're disrespecting the queen. And like these demi-humans are putting their hands on the queen. So then he's like, okay, menace mode activate. Then after that, this is wild. So he knew who the queen was and whose mother he was, she was, and proceeds to ask her to marry him. <laughs> Do you know how savage you have to be to try to flirt with the op, <laughs> your mom's op? <laughs> and he succeeded too. Is yes, yes, that's the best part. <laughs> so much so, it's like she doesn't even think about her son anymore. He's like, nah, son, you. Like, pretty much you being out of pocket right now. She pretty much dogging her own son just because her son has a problem with Leon. And husband. So, I mean, she was considering it, too. Like, if he had more time. I'm just like, hey, yo. Hey, yo. (laughs) Leon. The boy. Next to you, I was like, yo, this man is, this man is legit. I love this show. Yes, yes. And that's. Oh man, as I was saying, like pretty much rest of the show is just like Leon pretty much getting pulled into different adventures, him using his intelligence in the game. Mm-hmm. And 
and all the while while Livia and uh Angelica's like their friendships were slowly falling apart right. with Leon not really noticing or perhaps not even caring considering he wants to be a background character yeah. and we get to like the f- and then we get to like some of the penultimate episodes where like their friendship slowly starts coming back together and then like Livia finds her self-worth and well there is a big falling out before that oh yeah 100 percent. like the falling out was pretty much it was gut-wrenching because like oh yes which which makes which lets you know just how good the anime is that it makes me want to makes me feel for these guys like just get together y'all it's like let's work things out braids kept pushing so then this really drove a was angelica's nickname angela right angie angie okay so yes so they have like angie and livia so this is really important they all shorten their names for each other uh but she just keeps pushing and like they kind of just like go separate ways for it because like she just takes it too far for one other times but then also we have to understand leon at this point is still trying to be a mob character so a background character he doesn't want anything to do with livia and uh angela like in the big picture like the only reason he's getting involved is because Marie keeps stepping in as the protagonist and she's trying to become this thing called the saint. And if it's not Olivia, who's the saint, the world ends essentially. So he just wants to put them in position for the main target characters to love her. So like on the last, one of the last missions, like you were saying, he, uh, once she gets saved, he calls her Olivia. And she's like, why are you calling me Olivia? It's Livia. Please call me that. And he walks away from her. So like at this point, they're all in just like going their separate ways. Yeah, but uh, but like any anime or anything in general, of course, a a near world ending conflict is what brings everyone back together. And and like this is where Leon, he starts like he truly gets into like his hero back while still wearing the black air forces so <laughs> he's the black air force hero that's that should be like the next hero in um in rising of shield hero the black air force hero i'm not even gonna not even gonna cap uh wild. see me somebody see me um but yeah so like they pretty much go and and they have to like deal with this uh what was it, like monster princess it's like a principality and the princess controlled the monsters with like a flute yeah 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 and uh essentially dealing with like all those forces and of course like while leon's fight well oh and like angie gets kidnapped by the principality and so Mm -hmm. so pretty much like she's pretty much off in the ship so leon has to go save her and then all the rest of the students have to like defend the ship like those students are useless oh yeah nah students are trash they, they were like, trash you have until, to under- until that last yeah. episode you have to understand uh listeners like the the student so angie like the the principality comes up they're like yo everyone that's a high noble you come with us angie angie goes yo just take me i'm the daughter of a baron um and every every other student is like cool take her and the only person that steps up is leon who is at this point again like we mentioned distant from her and they like beat the crap like her the principality people beat the crap out of this man and none of the students help him and then the students beat him up and then they throw him in jail so before he like gets in we have cyan who has like probably the biggest character development in the show out of all the colors he's like yo are you gonna help us and he's like nope i'm not helping nobody that's not gonna help themselves which is like a bar (laughs) Mm -hmm. i was like hey somebody take notes here people uh i'm do not help those who won't help themselves 100 percent. so he calls him out he's like yo y'all supposed to be like the offspring of adventurers heroes all these high noble people but y'all just useless and then uh one of the new main n- not a main character but a new side character i don't call her name like almost like a b drills on her head <laughs> but <laughs> she's like she's like oh so you want to call us out i love it we'll show you what we're about so yes like in that point like he goes through like not a, a sea of monsters in the sky which is pretty cool mm-hmm. and pretty much hey he he goes in and as i say he's defending like well he's pretty much attacking everything in order to get to angie 
and of course he saves her while also being a total menace and uh see like the main prince valley guy like he was big with his mustache and he loved his mustache so he decided you know nah, you know what hey luxion shave his mustache off permanently I didn't get take rid of that off yep he's like you know what i'm gonna add salt to that wound i was like yep that's where his that black awesome. forces came in but then we also see our homegirl olivia she levels up um so throughout the course uh as the main character in the game Obviously, she's the one that's like taking the steps, taking character development. But in the course of the show, now that uh, Leon is actually in this world, he he knows all the secrets. He knows all the plot points. He knows like every twist and turn. So he's like a lot of doing things to save her. A lot of things that like, as Luxon would say, like hindered her development. But this is one of the first moments where we see that she levels up and you see like, oh, Saint powers activate. Yep. And she ends up like outdoing all her class and you're just like, fine let's go Livia let's go and and also like hey when uh and also don't forget like when when uh Leon was bringing Angie back to the ship that was kind of the moment where Angie falls in love with Leon Mm -hmm. and uh and like she finally laughs for once because like (laughs) because you mind you audience like she's pretty much like a starkly serious character like she's pretty much like you know, almost like the deadpan one who speaks like kind of matter of factly, always like into doing like the rules and everything like that. So like seeing her pretty much fully lighten up and yeah. just just fully like just just caving in, just laughing and just having a great time is like that, that's my girl. Yeah, like you can't even call her a Sundara that up until that point because like she's like yeah, she's just like base level with him. Um, but there's also a really cool scene where her and Livia, they kind of reunite as friends. Um, mm-hmm. So she fought. There's a, a silent voice moment that almost broke my heart. But essentially, like, Liv and Angie saved Liv from falling, right? And then yes. they reversed it. So then Liv saved Angie from falling. But when she did it, she pulled her up and she fell in the process. And then as she was falling, she wasn't even scared because she was like, I know Leon's going to save me. And we have a very, very touching moment. Oh, yeah. Yep. So Leon, pretty much he grabs her. He calls her Olivia once again. And pretty much and pretty much like, yeah, Olivia was not having it. She's like, call me Olivia. And Leon starts trying to say, like, I can't be with you because like you're supposed to be like with these guys. Like, and then she starts, she starts like tearing down each of the colors. He's like, like, what about uh red? Like he's a meathead. And then all of that is like, he's like, why do you? And then she, and then he asks the big question, like, why do you want to be with someone like me, a background character? And he's like, because I've fallen in love with you. And it's like, oh. I was like, mm. <laughs> my heart. Because it's actually cool. Like I read that moment in the manga and it's like, at first she starts to explain it. And then she's like, it doesn't even matter. I just love you. And that's like really touching. And then like, that's kind of the moment where it's like, oh, now he like realizes that, is it okay for me to actually be with the two of, well, Livia at that moment, he's not, <laughs> Angie is not on the radar, but yeah. then, yeah, so essentially from there, it's just like end of the story into a new adventure. Yep, yep, like pretty much at the end of the day, like he pretty much uh, beats the crap of the rest of the principality, and then and then he gets promoted once again. Which he hates. The, yep, <laughs> he, he hates that with a passion, but, uh, but yeah, like Angie and Livia, they're pretty much back on like great times with not only each other, but also with Leon, mm-hmm. with both of them pretty much in love with him. But Livia being the only one who said it. And like, as you said, like he's pretty much contemplating like, hey, I you know what, even if like, like it may be all right if I get to be with them. But if not, I have some I have some of the best friends around. And and yeah, as you said, like, hey, on to to season two. <laughs> right hopefully fingers crossed but but yeah that was pretty much the show i'm just like my goodness what an amazing show it was yeah so i i really like the theme of i don't even know if i can call it theme but like friendship in it whereas it's like that like he's you saw him develop through the friendship you saw the friendship of angie as well as um 
Olivia, Olivia through the whole entire thing where it's just like, oh, these people from different kind of backgrounds, but also just like connecting from him and his actions. So, mm-hmm. and yeah, I was, yeah, and I was gonna pretty much ask, like, like when it comes to this anime, like, like what pretty much was like the main appeal of it? Like, what it's like out of all the different isekais around, especially like the more popular ones that we could have watched, like. What made this one stand out to us? I think one of the toughest, like like I mentioned before, a lot of isekai is actually just harm. And it's an excuse to be a harm. But in those, like they, a lot of like criticism is that, okay, the main protagonist is a milk toast character. He doesn't do anything. He has no character development. It's just like he's reacting to what's around him. What was different with this is that like he was so proactive on in terms of not just like romance stuff, but in terms of like, okay, I'm going to be a menace to everybody that in this world, like I'm going to get involved. And it's not just like, oh, I'm going to get involved, but like, I'm going to torture you. Like I said, like he, he flirted with the dude's mom every time he beat them. Like it was just like torturing them, um, but also just like overcoming and like how much the people hated him. So, and I don't, yeah, he was kind of overpowered. So like it kind of like took out the danger factor. But at the same time, it wasn't necessarily about him overcoming challenges. That wasn't like the theme of it. Yeah, yeah, definitely. And I really liked your point there about like pretty much Leon being a super active character rather than a super reactive one. I think uh, main, a main deal with the, a lot of the isekais it was just like, yeah, as you said, like main characters pretty much like uh every much just there doing stuff. Yeah. I'm thinking of uh ReZero, I'm thinking of Konosuba. Oh, thinking of because I love Konosuba. I, I do too, but there's just something different. Also, the fact that like and with a lot of them, is like, yeah, you get pretty much a lot of like the the pervy main character or things like right. that. And and Leon was pretty much stark different from that. He was just built different. Wait, so, wait. But for Connorsuba, because I got a ride for my boy Kasuma. He, he literally said he would drop kick a woman in the name of gender equality. Okay, 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 okay. I'll I'll let I'll let Kazuma have that one. I'll let him have that. His hands are unisex, all right. <laughs> and so is Leon's. Both yes. of them pretty much are black air forces. They, they they deserve their moment. We can okay. have a talk about Konosuba later. Okay. But, uh, please. But <laughs> but yeah, I was just gonna say, like, overall, like pretty much he's like one of the rare characters where he where he's pretty much just super active and like he is black air force personified. And he revels in it. He knows he's a black air force. And he is that's what I love. And he is, he leans into it. There ain't no like, oh no, I'm an accidental black hair force. Nah, he, he turns them on and he keeps them on. And he's like, yeah, worship yeah. me. I am a when, God. When he, yeah. When he flips the switch, he flips the switch. Mm-hmm. And, but yeah, it's like, there's that. And pretty much like, yeah, I just want to like get into, it's like my last thing is like, Hey, what, who are some of the characters that you loved and Oh, you absolutely despise. Well, uh, for love, I would obviously Leon, obviously two best friends with um, Livia and Angie. I also really love Loxion, who like throughout the course is like, he's a, a mini robot. He's kind of like an orb to kind of just like visualize for people. Mm-hmm. And he's a system, but he's also very snarky, which I love. Uh, <laughs> another one that I really loved was the sensei. That, that helped him with the tea party. Because <laughs> <laughs> he'd always cry about it. It was like hilarious. Um, Try to think. I, as the series progressed, I started to like Marie more and more because I, from episode, like when that first episode where you're like, oh, she's not exactly who we think we are, where she like gives that look back at him and she has like that evil look to like kind of the end where she's like pulling her hair out and she's like oh why am I attached to these idiots like I really like it and then I I don't know if I can if we're going to get into it later but I think I know who she is um 
in a relation to that uh to him but also who i hate it oh see the colors like we talked about had redemption but they were very annoying um but br- definitely braids braids was just garbage yeah yeah i think you pretty much touched on nail and nails on the head on that one pretty much leon angie and livia i pretty much love them to death i will fight for them i'll die for them uh <laughs> you, you you pretty much had a great point about, about sensei like he was hilarious he basically <laughs> reminded me of mr eleganto from oh, spy oh, family yes. elegance <laughs> i was like mr elegance himself i'm like yeah and it's funny too because i was watching both shows at the same time so yes i pretty much saw both of them i was like hey yo did you just cross animes but uh <laughs> but yeah uh i i kind of well i know who it is because like i've actually taken time to read the like read the rest of the light novels so i know who she is <laughs> and and like what what's gonna happen next i'm like question how did you find the light novels um check reddit okay check right <laughs> we'll talk offline <laughs> yep yep i i got the sources for you i got sources um <laughs> but but yeah so like there's that um and but yeah as i said for for characters who i absolutely despised as i said oh braids top of the list she needs to be put into these streets but also the blue-haired girl uh carla bow wayne yes who was the one who pretty much like set uh set leon and angie and livia up for crimes and like being like as under orders of uh of miss braids and the worst part is like when she said like i'm carla wayne i'm at first point i was like bruce (laughs) bruce and then at, at the end of end of it i just go like Bruce, I'm gonna need you to come get your daughter because she she out here doing too much. I I need you to come, come handle her. Come handle her. So yeah, she's on top of the list as well. And as far as like the the five the the colors, mm-hmm. I would say I definitely don't like a green for yeah. trying to kill my boy. <laughs> Basically saying like, hey, I'm gonna kill him. The prince. Mm-hmm. the prince i'll give some a little bit of leeway because like a he didn't know and b he's just pretty much being a prince an, an idiot mm-hmm. for yeah like the rest yeah. of the crew it's but, funny the only time he's not an idiot is with his mom <laughs> it, it, even still even yes. still like remember when uh he was like yeah mom i'm getting some mass so that way i can go can you approve it i'm just like <laughs> <laughs> failure my bros you see you oh my goodness all right but but yeah green i think his name was jilk yeah something like that but jilk. but jilk needed to he needs to go i don't care if he got his development he still is out of pocket yeah. just for that yeah 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 but but yeah i guess now I guess now that's pretty much the end of our review. Got any last uh, things you want to say about it? Uh, I see. I think I accidentally spoiled myself because I was preparing for this and I was like in the Wikipedia about like character because there's something that I was like, okay, Leon is um, if the Hargrave fam, not Hargrave, Redgrave family is like as losing influence as much as they are. How come like you wouldn't just like political? marriage there um but i'll just stay out of that because i think i spoiled myself but i i really like that interaction and in the season two i'd kind of just like to see how it develops more or less um because like obviously it's trending toward romance for like all three parties and yeah so i just like to see how they do that but then i would also like to see like his, his relationship with marie and we didn't really touch it too much but Throughout the course of the show, we start to realize that Marie is kind of also a reincarnated person. Mm-hmm. Um, they don't like explicitly state it in the anime at, at the moment, but it's like 
she's so like close to close with like playing out that we started to see it but we also see teases of something else so yep yep absolutely and pretty much to all our audiences who are listening to it we're just gonna leave that as it is and before we hand out the awards we got ourselves a sponsor break today's sponsor for the day is arrogance media the arrogance media is for anybody who loves their black air forces and mechas combined go ahead and sign up for the service where you can procure yourself a mecca like none other and if you want to wear black air forces or have black air forces attached to the arrogance mech then you may request as such so please be part of the arrogance media crew all right so now that we're here now it's time for the awards You know, every every single review we do, we have ourselves a series of awards that we like to give to the characters and whatnot. And I figured, hey, why not why not start it off with with the spotlight is yours? Spotlight is yours, Mr. Leon von Bonbarfalto. You you are a complete and total menace. I know I know you don't want the spotlight, sir. But it is yours, considering just how much of a menace you truly are to society. And just for all your accomplishments and all the things you didn't want to do, but you still did them anyway for for the cause, for the culture. And that culture is the culture of self, which I am 100% down for. So the spotlight is yours. Come get your award. For our next award, we are getting into Going Super Saiyan. So this is the award to someone who has like a level boost in a time of dire need and dire straits. So this was going to Olivia, or as she prefers to be called, Livia, for in the final battle against the Principality, when all chips were down and they were swarmed by a sea of monsters, she... And, her, and the ship was being attacked. She leveled up. She showed that she was the actual saint, the true saint, not a knockoff like Marie. And she protected the entire ship with her magic, showing why she was the honor student, why she's the main protagonist. And she protected everybody. And so much character growth from there. So thank you for going Super Saiyan, Olivia. Come get your award. Ah, yes, yes. And the next award that we have is the Biggest Idiot Award. Now, unfortunately, there, there are too many people in this show that, that deserved it. However, there's one person in particular that I, that I just know needed to get it. And that is Mr. Red himself, Brad. Oh, no. <laughs> oh, yes, yes. I am coming after this man sideways because... You had there are two moments that I have that completely said like, oh nah, you you needed this award. Moment number one is after you got your behind beaten by Leon, you decide to say, you know what, my mecha may be out, but I'm not. So you decide to hop out of your mech with, I think it was just a javelin and try to attack, <laughs> attack the Edelgants. You sir, you know the fight's over. So stop it, stop it. But then moment number two comes in the final episode when you when you had to run it back with Leon. And then, firstly, it was a problem for you to, it was stupid of you to even challenge him again in the first place because you ain't get stronger. And secondly, you had a patch meal mech that not even Voltron would have wanted. So, and the fact that you, that Leon was trying to tell you that it was going to explode if you kept going, and you kept going anyways. Yeah, I know, listen. 
you didn't e- you didn't even give him time to explain that you were gonna die if you kept going and yet you still win anyways you know what you should have died because of that stupidity but nah leon is a merciful is a merciful black air force so he, he's i'd spare you this time but know that this biggest idiot award goes right to you And do you want to introduce the final award? Ah, uh, yes, yes, I do. So, in terms of our final award, that goes to none other than the oh wait. And do you want to introduce the final award? Ah, uh, yes. So the final award that we have is I need a hero. This is the award for whenever we have a main character comes in swooping and swinging as pretty much the main hero and he goes in to save pretty much save the day and when things were at their roughest he comes and you and we needed a hero and of course who better to receive this award than leon fossil once again come get your award because you you are the biggest hero of us all. You, you've saved everybody time and time again. You saved Angelica from getting from her fate. Mm-hmm. Yes. You saved Olivia at the final moment. You saved Angie in the final episodes. And Lord knows how many other things you've done, even though you wanted to be a mob character. <laughs> but sir, come get this award, whether you like it or not. consideration was Lexion. Best sidekick in the show. Oh yes, yes, yes. He's definitely he's definitely up there as a as an amazing, amazing side character. But and just yeah, carrying it from there, we can just go into our recommendations. Yes. So my recommendation is of course what we've been talking about, trapped in a dating simulator. If mm-hmm. this show sounds very appealing to you at all and just how amazing it is and especially from our praise for it, you can find it on Crunchyroll or whatever you may may uh, use for your anime services. I, with the exception of Funimation, I think. Mm-hmm. Uh, I know I use Verb to, to watch it. And I'm pretty sure that's going to get closed down soon, but I don't know when. But you can find it on Crutchroll, definitely. Mm-hmm. Do you have any? For some, yes, for some isekais. One that I haven't watched, but it this show constantly reminds me of is My Life as a Villainous. Um, it's a similar premise. It's uh, reverse harm, but it's essentially like she she's not the main character, I believe, but like in it, um, this Isakai character, she knows what happens. So she's trying to stop her fate because at the end of the game, she would die. Mm. But with that, she's, so she's trying to just essentially change her fate from being a villainous to like a good one. I think it's almost on its season three or like starting season two. So oh, it's, wow. I heard it's really good. Hmm. Okay. And then also one that just brought up since you mentioned it, Kanasuba. Uh, that's, <laughs> it's, it's just so funny to me uh, and it's definitely different but that's definitely a fun one if depending on just like your humor but yeah 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 definitely definitely all right and now we are getting into our plugs for today so firstly we have our instagram and twitter both under blurred city 22 b-l-e-r-d-c-i-t-y 22 then we also have our youtube and our patreon both under blurred city pod pod so please come support us on patreon and you can receive access to exclusive episodes and then finally like this one like this one and of course we have our email which is blurredcity22 at gmail.com where you can submit suggestions submit your geek out freak out moments or random fan theories of the day but don't worry we actually have something also special in mind 
we have a Discord. The Discord, which is Blurred City. And and with that, we are now able to you know communicate with one another to of course provide suggestions and then you can also receive announcements as to whenever we upload episodes and it's just a perfect and awesome community between us and we may even be streaming games on the channel uh as we play like many different games and then people can even join us so definitely check out the discord yeah, wait till I get my PS5. Our Twitch is going to be on and popping. <laughs> but yeah, just going from there for my individual author pages, if you're interested. Uh, my Instagram is Mitri underscore dash. So M-E-T-R-I underscore D-A-S-H. My Twitter is at the mad dash 16. T-H-E-M-A-D-A-S-H 16. And if you're interested in my book, it's on Amazon, Phantom Pain's Most Irregular Tell. So as usual, we're just going to leave you with some words of encouragement. You want to hit us off, Mage? Oh, yes. Firstly, don't let anybody tell you to do whatever you don't want to do. When you, when you see something that you may not like or they try to pressure you into doing something, put on your Black Air Forces and, and tell them to kick rocks yeah and for me i'll just say it doesn't matter what status you are where you're born what you think you're supposed to be if you're supposed to be a background character you can always be a hero so just like that we'll leave you with this it's not goodbye forever it's just goodbye for now and that's the blurred city pod see ya later